Hey, everybody. How you guys doing? So tonight, um, first off, I want to apologize for all the howling, laughing in the background. The boys are watching um, Jackass Forever, so apologies. Um, so tonight, I am going to talk about backsliding. Um, this is something that, you know, all of us go through. Sometimes it's sooner rather than um, later in the program. It's been, I guess, two and a half years, and it's really the first time I've experienced this. Um, I've just been going through it, still kind of teetering on the edge. Um, so I thought that this would be helpful to talk about so that you know that you aren't the only ones that go through that, whether you're early on in the program or later on. Um, so backsliding, pretty much, if you haven't heard that term before, you're doing everything perfect, doing so great with all of your baby steps and everything. Um, this could be in the form of you throw all your baby steps out the window and just kind of say, fuck it. Um, or, you know, you go back to eating gluten or back to drinking alcohol, back to the carbs, that all that kind of stuff. So for me, um, I guess I'm not really sure where it stemmed from or not, um, maybe just because the summer, um, but I just really started doing, um, I started eating gluten again, drinking all the time. Um, I was eating sugar, heavy carbs, not really paying attention to anything. So I started having really bad gastro um, symptoms again. Um, I had to go to urgent care because I was um, bleeding from my butt really, really bad. Um, so it kind of just, most of the time it'll stem from somewhere. I think it was from, for me personally, um, being living with my grandmother, um, and that was super stressful. I didn't have a place of my own. Uh, I didn't feel comfortable cooking in the kitchen because she would, uh, always fuss and say that I was going to make a mess and then not clean it up. Her oven also did not work correctly. So it would turn off by itself or the alarm would go off in the oven. I don't really know. So I was kind of just doing the quick fixes. I would order gluten-free pasta for dinner or chicken and rice, um, some sort of Asian dish, sushi, um, everything that, you know, I know in my head is going to end up hurting me. Um, so it kind of just, even when I did end up having to go to the urgent care, it still didn't really register in my brain. I was still continuing to make all those choices. I was drinking every single night, um, which I had stopped doing. Um, now I've gone back to um, only on the weekends, um, which is still kind of hard, but I've started to make more decisions with how I need to eat um, and being okay not being perfect because we can't be perfect all the time. And I know that. And I don't want anybody to have to feel that they have to be perfect all the time. So I guess I just want to know if, and you guys can answer in the chat. I've got it open so I can read it. Um, have any of you guys experienced the backsliding at all? Um, and if so, do you know what triggered that? 
Um, you know, for me, it was stress and convenience, which even though there's so many options today, um, convenience normally has something that, you know, could be hormone friendly for us or swapped to hormone friendly. Um, it's just not making good decisions. And then we end up paying for it worse in the end. Um, so I know for me, I don't know if it was the stress also of getting ready for my wedding. Um, but you know, I have had a lot more inflammation flare up in my gut, which is making it hard for my pants to fit, um, making my boobs get bigger, which is making my tops tighter in the bust area. Um, so I guess I just want to know, have any of you guys experienced the backsliding yet? Non-alcoholic red wine. I've not tried non-alcoholic wine yet. Um, I would say because we are having alcohol at my wedding, um, I'm trying to only drink on the weekends because I don't want to be completely cut off and then have one glass of wine and be totally off of my head. Um, yes, when I am sick, that is also when I make the worst decisions. Um, cause my comfort food when I'm sick is, uh, fettuccine Alfredo, whether it's gluten-free or not. I don't know why that's just always in my comfort food or like chicken fried rice or something like that. So, you know, it's not going to make me feel any better, but you know, here we are. I went through this this week really bad. I was doing great and everything was working. I was feeling better and I lost my job last week. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that can definitely help with not feeling motivated and not feeling like doing anything, started eating random things and not even trying. Yeah, when I feel like when you go through something like that too, it's, it's going to trigger some other, I guess, even if you're not a binger with food, I feel like that sort of a situation would lead you to binge some just because it's there and you feel like for me anyways I feel like it's gonna make me feel better in the moment um so yeah using food to feel something I totally relate to that I know when I went through my divorce in 2021 um even though I couldn't really I wasn't really eating very much um I was drinking nonstop, like all the time. As soon as I got home from work, I would just, one night I drank a whole, like half a bottle of rum. Why? I don't know. I was trying to feel better um, because it was a really tough time of my life. Um, yes, when I travel, I do tend to throw the rules out the window as well. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like, oh, I'm on vacation or I'm on a trip, let me just eat this, eat this good food, I'm going to feel really bad later, um, sometimes it gets to the point where, I don't know why I don't keep remembering this, but I was on a trip with a bunch of friends one time, I ordered gluten-free pancakes, they told me that they brought gluten-free pancakes, but when they brought the bill, it didn't have any of the special dietary thing on it like my friends did from where she ordered gluten-free and I was so sick they thought they were gonna have to take me to the hospital um I like was 
walking we were in a town so we were just walking everywhere and I thought that I was gonna shit right in the middle of the street in front of everybody and I was my body was in physically so much pain that my fiance was like I'm about to take you to the hospital so it was really really bad so I don't know why I don't continue to remember that when I do go out of town or um you know on vacation or anything like that because I always end up regretting it. Fourth of July week was hard for me because I didn't think to prep food for me at barbecues and made it through and it made that week rough. Yeah. Um, same for me. Fourth of, Fourth of July weekend. Um, I, you know, I was great when before we went out to the concert and to watch the fireworks. I did great. I was like, oh, I'm, I'll make smart decisions for myself um while we're eating dinner and then of course you know we were drinking and kept drinking so when we got back I was just like where are the hamburger buns because I need the carbs and so the next day I just felt like complete trash and like could barely move yeah doing good at the beginning of trips and then falling off the bandwagon at the end yeah I relate to that a lot um I always try to look up restaurants that are like oh they have all of these options uh when I went to the beach last year we went to um this one place and they had a lobster food truck that was there and it was everything was gluten-free the the lobster tacos the lobster bisque it was all gluten-free so I did really well for a couple of days and then towards the end I was just totally like give me all of the food. Um, you know, I didn't care about eating. I was eating the bread. I was eating the gluten, the sugar. Um, so, and that makes traveling back from a trip harder too, because then you're feeling like shit. Um, so thankfully I didn't have to drive. Um, so I just like died in the seat the whole time on the way back on a 10 hour car ride, but it was miserable. Um, so I completely relate to everything you guys are saying. Literally in the airport at 5 a.m. on the way home. Oh, oh gosh, that's the worst. Yeah, finding food in the airport too is really hard unless there's like a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts in there that has the little omelet bites or whatever. Um, because sometimes they have really good restaurants in the airport and it makes it suck even worse. For me, it always starts with drinking and then it's just a domino effect of bad decisions. But I really miss the taste and the buzz feeling, but not feeling like crap the next day for sure. Yeah, um, I love alcohol. I really do. And part of the reason that I stopped drinking was number one, because it was hurting my body and making me feel bad. But I also was drinking so much. I was worried that it was going to turn into an addiction. Um, I really do love the taste of wine. Wine is my go-to. Um, yes. Drunk me thinks that I'm invisible as well. I have drunk me has hit a grown man before for touching me inappropriately inappropriately it didn't matter he was three times the size of me so I'm invincible too and so that just you can imagine if that's me what I feel like my stomach can handle <laughs> um but I do enjoy a buzzed feeling as well um for me I don't really know 
where that fine line is between buzzed and then completely over the edge. Um, I, can, I don't know how to tell when I'm telling that line. So I just keep on going. Uh, you know, I like to take shots when I'm out with my friends, um, just drinking wine all the time, um, cocktails. So it adds up quick. And, you know, when you think of alcohol, you're not thinking of all the sugar that's in it too. And for me, sugar hurts me sometimes worse than gluten does. Um, it just, I don't even know how to describe it. It that thought doesn't even enter my brain when I'm drinking, thinking of the sugar, even if you get like the low sugar wine or whatever, it's still, it's still the alcohol. It's still going to have the same effect. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to kind of relate to you guys because I know me as a coach going through this, um, I would hope would make you guys feel better and want to, you know, talk to your coaches about it if you do experience backsliding because I was really ashamed when me and Michelle had one of our weekly calls and you know I hadn't been telling her for a little while about what I was going through and you know I was ashamed to tell her but she made me feel so much better like you know it happens to everybody we do not have to be perfect um I'm trying to think of what she said. I think I wrote it down. Hold on. So I know a lot for me because this is probably the worst that I have backslid. Um, but I've had a couple instances in the past. Um, I would really backslide a lot with alcohol and carbs um, before I got on antidepressants, because that was how I was trying to fill the void, I guess you could say. Um, but after, and that was also when I was living with my grandmother and still dealing with some of the PTSD from my marriage when I was married. So that tends for me to trigger a lot of the backsliding um that was still when I was having night terrors about what I went through when I was married um so it just I was looking for anything to make me feel better I have I started antidepressants in January and you know I have a partner now who is very loving and accepts me for me and tries to remind me that if I'm about to make a choice that doesn't go along with my baby steps, tries to remind me that, hey, remember what happened this time? Um, you might not want to do that because you're going to feel like crap. You're going to be hurting. Um, at those points of time, I don't want to listen. I just want to eat some freaking pasta um, or eat a potato or french fries. French fries is my drunken go-to food. Um, and my binging food is a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets and fries from McDonald's. That is my, if I'm just having a shit day and there, even when I don't think of it, when I'm ordering it, that's like my binging meal, um, is McDonald's. Um, I'm not sure why, but he tries to remind me, but I don't want to listen at that point. 
Um, but, you know, since I've been on the antidepressants, my stress has gone down. Um, I'm happier now um, than I have ever been and just feeling more like myself. So I was really confused when, you know, a couple weeks ago I started backsliding really bad and it didn't just last for a couple of days or a week. This was like a good like month and a half that I was doing this. Um, so I've, I've done a lot of damage to all the progress that I have made um, in feeling better and, and in balancing my hormones. So, you know, if I would have talked about it sooner, I feel like maybe I could have gotten a handle on it sooner rather than later but I just kept it to myself um which now that I'm looking back on it I regret because you know we us as coaches never want to make you feel bad about the decisions that you're making you know we're here for you and we want want you to be open with us and honest so that we can help because we genuinely want to help and I know that if I would have talk to Michelle about it earlier that we could have figured out what was going on and how to maybe fix one at a time those baby steps um so it's just kind of something that's been on my mind to share with y'all because I know as I know I'm not the only one as a coach who has gone through this recently um you know during COVID, Michelle did sushi and Prosecco all the time. Um, I, I do that all the time still. Um, so it's not something that we don't go through or wouldn't relate to because we still go through it ourselves. So whether you're at the beginning of your program or way farther in it, if you're in KGG or anything like that, um, it can still happen. So um, I kind of just want to see if any of you guys have any questions um or concerns or anything you want to bring up um that you notice um or any questions for me it doesn't have to be about backsliding um it can be questions about you know what my uh what my experience has been like with CCA um or anything like that so um if you guys want to drop any questions in the chat I'm happy to answer any anything and everything oh also with the backsliding it has really ex affected my sex drive like I have no desire to want to have sex at all and I know that's something that we don't really talk about but it has like I don't I, I just want to be like, I want to go to bed, like, just don't touch me, like, I have no desire at all, um, so that's also another reason why I'm like, okay, Juliana, we got to get this together a little bit, because that's not fair to my partner, um, because I feel like I'm not showing him any intimacy or anything like that, um, so that's not fair to him, but it's something that I know people have overactive sex drives I have a very underactive sex drive already so this just made it a million times worse and it made me flare so bad with my endometriosis that they finally diagnosed me with endometriosis um and the 
the sit they found the cysts on my ovaries and everything like that so um I guess that's one good thing that came from it is that I finally was able to get a diagnosis um but you know it, it didn't it's not helping my sex life at all okay so what's the best way to reset and get back on the routine we had in place before backsliding okay so for me the first thing that I did was okay we're stopping drinking every single night we're only gonna do it on the weekends and now that I've been doing that for about two weeks now it makes me not even really want to drink um that much on the weekends and then I also made it a point to make sure that I'm eating breakfast so you don't have to feel like if you're backsliding that you're okay well I backslid I talked to my coach about it let's gung-ho straight back into all of my baby steps at one time if it's easier for you after you have backslid to start back with one baby step and see and and start over um because you know I've had people people we've had to do this with before let's start over let's just focus on this one baby step then we can add another one in and another one in and so um it's just you don't feel like you have to okay I talked about it I realize it let's go ahead and just everything all at once back to what it was whether you have one baby step or 10 baby steps or whatever um just start with one that you think is going to be the easiest for me it was going to the store grabbing some stuff that I can throw from the freezer section I can throw in the microwave um right before I get dressed to go to work so that's what I have started doing. It is helping since I'm eating breakfast. I don't feel like I have to eat carbs or gluten or anything like that at lunch. And it's also helping with my sugar cravings as well at nighttime because I'm a big chocolate monster. Um, so I just started with those two little things. And, um, you know, when I feel, when I felt like I had a handle on those, I was like, okay, let's make another step to, you know, let's make sure we're eating lower carb. Let's make sure we're eating gluten-free. So I just did it a little bit at a time so that I'm not putting my mental state and my body into, well, mostly my mental state into shock at changing everything back all at once. My baby step is sup supposed to be lowering carbs for the past two weeks. Can't seem to get on board with it. Any tips? Okay, so... Drop me in there what you like to eat the most um, of what is considered higher carbs. Because the easiest, the easiest thing to do when you're looking for um, lower carb options, and that's what that's what we're gonna talk about it as lower carb options, not just going straight low carb. Um, so fries and chips. Fries. There's all sorts of different fries you can do now. There's not really a great like straight up substitute for fries. Um, I know like half of a baked potato has like 15 grams of carbs. So if I ever eat a potato, I do not eat more than half of it. Um, otherwise, I personally hurt really bad. Um, chips, 
a great replacement or alternative to chips is the quest chips um they're phenomenal to me there's a they have those like i eat pork rinds a lot as chips um if you cook yeah the wild chips that's like the chicken chips or something like that isn't it um i've been seeing people post about that in the um group chat but there's like chicken yeah the chicken chips um quest chips are my personal favorite i know if we're doing a taco salad for girls night with my mom and grandma i will not let her put the tortilla chips on mine um and i will just crush up open a bag of quest chips crush it up and pour it on the plate and just use that as my chips um that helps a lot sugar-free ice cream i think that the one so when i eat ice cream because i don't eat a lot of ice cream anymore you can do the um halo top has the sugar-free and that the halo top has the keto version which is the lower carb and everything like that so if and also if one of your baby steps is gluten-free then um just make sure you look on the back of the ingredients and make sure it doesn't say wheat on it um but i know halo top there is uh enlightened is one now also a brand and i think that they have um like ice cream popsicles or whatever um that they have in theirs as well um so that would be where i would start with fries you can do cut up zucchini into little fry shapes and do that um they do do that with carrots um I, I have not personally tried this, but I know, I see a lot online people doing like potatoes or like French fries out of the jicama vegetable that's supposed to be low carb. I haven't personally tried that. Um, ooh, if you like cauliflower, this is nowhere near the same thing as fries, but it's so simple. Just get a head of cauliflower and cut the you know little trees off of it or whatever you call it and i just put it in put them in a bag put, put some olive oil in there salt and pepper shake it up i put it on a pan um a cookie sheet and put it in the oven and it's at like 425 and it's 15 minute increments but if you have an air fryer you can just throw it in the air fryer for like 15 minutes um and then at the end put parmesan cheese on it and it tastes so good i can eat the whole pan like it's popcorn so that's a that's an alternative too if you like um cauliflower it is delicious 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 um i will I don't know if my grocery store does the jicama or jimkaya, whatever you call it. Um, but if they do, I will attempt to grab one. I'm, I'm going to go to the store probably tomorrow um, to get stuff for cooking live on Friday. But if they have one, I will grab one and start trying to experiment with that. Um, so is there any other carb swaps that anyone is wondering about or any other questions
I'm sorry this is kind of a short, shorter Zoom than normal, but I get really nervous talking in front of people. <laughs> Even though it's virtual, I still feel like, Ugh. um. But yeah, if no one has any other questions, um, I just want to reiterate that you can talk to us um, about any of this. If you want to like shoot me a message in WhatsApp just personally or something, uh, you're welcome to, to talk more about the backsliding or anything like that. Um, you can always find me on Facebook and shoot me a message. Um, if you don't have my phone number, I'll shoot it into the group chat. So if you, if you ever have any questions about anything I've been through, I know that I've talked to a couple of people about, um, going through divorce before, um, and narcissistic abuse. Um, so, you know, I'm an open book and I try to just tell it like it is and be honest because none of it's easy, but we want to make it to where it's something that's easy for you guys. Um, I'm not sure what in the heck just happened on here. <gasps> where did my chat go? There it is. Okay, sorry. I hit something uh, while I was fidgeting. But um, you guys are welcome to ask me any questions anytime. Um, but if if you feel like you need support in backsliding, let me know. And that might be, I know we have the binging group chat on WhatsApp now too, but um, if you feel like maybe in there one day we want, we need to talk about backsliding for anybody, um, you know, you can message me privately and we can figure out how to start that as well. Um, it's really hard, especially, so for me, I grew up dancing my whole entire life. And when my hormones started going off the rails in college, everybody's like, well, you need to, my mom put me on the HCG diet like three times, which that's only like 500 calories a day, which is not sustainable. So I was passing out all the time. Um, I know for me, there's a lot of trauma about weight and food that's associated with my family so if that's something you guys ever want to hear me talk about I'm more than happy to um because I know I'm not the only one that goes through it I still experience it almost every single day um my family is very all about looks um and that makes it difficult for me because you know, I like to not wear makeup. And, you know, when I get home from work, I immediately put my pajamas on so I can be comfy. And they just always have something to say. So that's probably where a lot of my binging comes from. Um, and my, you know, some of my depression as well. Um, but, you know, it happens to all of us and it's, it's going to be an ongoing thing. So just... I'm trying to do this for myself too, but just give yourself grace if you are going through that or have gone through that because it's it's going to be normal whether you do it early or later. Um, it's not something that's uncommon for me. It's happened a couple of times. Um, this one just happened to be the worst. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining me, you guys. And um, if you have any other questions, you can shoot them in the chat or message me you know, privately, that's totally fine. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Bye.